Hi, Geekscape. This is Will K. from the forums. I have two things to say. First, I've hung out with Brian Gilmore on several occasions, and he has never creeped me out. That guy is okay by me. Second, I think Canada is fine. You know, Canadians, you're all right. Anyway, have a good one. See ya. What's up, Geekscape? This is Jonathan London here with a brand new Geekscape. This is Geekscape episode 115. Yeah. And if you've happened to miss our first 114 episodes, this is a weekly movies, video games, and comic book podcast where I'm joined every week with a uh, like a geek specialist, someone from the world of movies, video games, comics, or a fan of that kind of stuff, who sits on the couch right here and talks to you about those those things like the latest news and reviews this has been done hi he may be a stranger to many of you because it's been a while since we've seen him he moved to burbank and uh he moved to burbank i've been in glendale Hugo glendale uh which is which is just as far away <laughs> from culver city where we shoot the show here in the glorious it's geekscape just as studios. far as we're not willing to go yeah you are it, so like loud geekscape in burbank what what, what what is that i mean we're not going to Burbank or Glendale. I mean, that's that's like let's shoot an episode on the moon while we're at it. It's fine. I realize what I have to do is like at least do a couple TV shows or movies in order to get you to come to me. I saw the Chris Tallman episode. I know I'm not as funny as Tallman, but technically, Chris Tallman, Toluca Lake. <laughs> Toluca Lake. That's right next to Glendale. <laughs> Uh, for those of you guys who don't care about the geography of Los Angeles, uh, Ben used to live in Clover City. We used to do a ton of episodes with him. He then went off to pursue acting in earnest, mm-hmm. moving to Glendale, uh, away away from the studios. <laughs> and uh, and he has been acting more, but he's yeah. been on Geekscape less. So why don't you c- uh, catch the audience up with what you've been up to? Um, I've been doing a lot of extra work mm-hmm. as uh, people who are visitors of the forums know because mm-hmm. uh, I update that all the time um, yeah. but yeah I've just been doing a lot of extra work I've been auditioning mm-hmm. left and right and uh, doing like web videos what kind of stuff like uh, like you like you were uh, an extra on, on Greek and that was a that was a pretty good gig yeah for a while. I'm on every single episode of the new season <laughs> and they just see you like in the background and stuff like that yeah it, and you'll actually it's really funny because like I, I just saw the first episode uh, that just came back mm-hmm. so like I'm now DVRing it to sit, like play spot Ben and like it's very like the first the episode we played so, with Gilmore recently it's true yeah. uh, you, it's really hard to see me at first like in this first episode I'm like okay there I am and there and like but I know as the seasons progress because, like, the way it works out... They do out, more with your character. Well, the way the way <laughs> extras work is that they want pretty people, mm-hmm. number one. So it's if there's a girls in the scene, the girls always get put up next right. to the camera first. Because, obviously, you want you want to see some TNA mm-hmm. rather than a fat slob. How dare you? you? Know? How dare you? Uh, people don't watch TV for fat guys, though. Yeah, and they don't buy products, either. They're promoted by fat guys. <laughs> um, That's so, true. 
No, <laughs> I had soft back guy pushing anything with your butt. No, no, no. This is I, I had this really hot long... dogs. I'd buy. No, you wouldn't. Oh, uh, you're right. I had this really long conversation yeah. with my agent because I have a commercial agent, uh -huh. and like Great. I had her for six months, and she didn't give me any work. Uh -huh. Well, not not give me work. She didn't give me any auditions. So like I had this really long conversation with her, saying like, listen. I ha you know, I'm on contract with you for six more months. I haven't gotten anything. You have to like show me something. And what'd she do? Um, well, she was like, well, it's just there's you're such a specific type. I mean, you have such a great look. But, what the fuck's that supposed to mean? But you know, it's not. It, it's you know, a lot of people don't want to. A lot of people, there's not a lot of work for your type. But the second there is, we're gonna get you in there and mm. you're gonna get the roles. And I was like, well, <laughs> it makes sense because you don't want like Burger King doesn't want me chowing down on a <laughs> on a on a. Uh, BK broiler, you know. Before and after. <laughs> Maybe you walk in for a BK broiler, you eat it, and you're like ripped afterwards. Yeah, right. They just superimpose my my head on your. No, body. a different actor. No, you guys don't realize, but this guy <laughs> no, is like. We're not doing this. No. You you have actually lost weight. I have. Because I have. I've lost. They originally 25. cast you on Greek as a backdrop. <laughs> that is you lost you lost three pant sizes and they were like no 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 this is not gonna work four yeah. pant sizes four, four you pants lost sizes. four pant sizes yeah. so they were like fuck we may yeah. actually have to have him act as a human <laughs> and so so you've been playing that and yeah then, and, they, and, they've been progressively putting me forward so like right. by the last episode i'm like featured extra on that show so. pretty soon it's just gonna be abs yeah. like you're gonna, you're gonna watch greek you're just gonna see a female like hand like rubbing and pouring milk and slow-mo on abs and it's gonna be our boy ben right here you just wait and but see. but i just want it to be the same like size face <laughs> <laughs> this, like, so, so, you, so you'll look like uh john Bastow basically <laughs> i have no the, idea who the that guy is. who does the ab workout videos and he looks like he basically looks like a he-man action figure but his head is still massive <laughs> right He's like, hi, look like me. And it's like, well, I want to look like that part of you, not the the part that, uh, you know, Gilmore. Could you be more distracting? What, what, what is he doing? He's, he's texting. Who, who are you texting, Gilmore? It's my uh, sister, isn't it? Yeah, Leah's at Comic Con, and she just met a director of marketing for Top Shelf Comics, and she wants to give him my email. So. Oh, that's great. Um, those kind of texts, they usually go in like a queue, and you can check them after you're done with the show, right? Uh, probably not, because she's talking to him now. Suck it. Suck it. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, so I just want to point this out. I know it's it's a it's a little bit off. I do watch the shows, Brian. So every time I watch the show and I hear off camera, Ben's not gonna watch it. Like I'm watching it, just like texting Brian saying "fuck you." <laughs> and every Brian's single time. checking the text mid show. <laughs> um, no, uh, Brian. How is that? Maybe it's a Brian thing. Yeah, it could be an annoying fuck thing. Um, how <laughs> how is it going? Because oh, Brian Taylor. Now that we've got. You and Ben in the same room. How is the road to uh, brother-in-lawhood doing? He actually asked going? me to be his best man. Like he's like, could, wait, what? Could you could you be my best man if we got if I'm like, I guess. If like, I continue brother to a road, Leia's standards. Could you one day become my best man? You know, you say all this shit. Yeah. I just want to say she digs him. No, my sister, my sister, it really does dig him. And That's great. I will say this. That is Everyone great. Everyone can, you know, you can put on the the cheesy music. Brian, of all the people I've seen my sister date, is one of the best. So <laughs> that brings up another subject. One of the who, best. Who has your sister dated? <laughs> Just like all these, well, con <laughs> you see all these convicts. Like, well, no, actually, the first like the a, first guy that I, I knew that she. Going on. <laughs> you got like, yeah. with all convicts. <laughs> yeah, who are you texting now? I don't recognize this number, Jonathan. Oh, there's like a guy on the other end of it who's like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. He's trying to text with a hook. <laughs> uh, 
No, but like, what's funny is the first... Because we joke about it, but yeah. you, you sincerely love this man. Yeah. Well, I mean, not in the same way my sister does. Well, almost. I made you breakfast today. And we, he did. And you started, like, rubbing my hair while we were watching Maid of Honor. It's true. Why do you bring this up? We don't need to talk about this. To see your face turn that color. <laughs> I do. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> it's okay. You can be a part of this, too. I'm bringing it back. Uh, hello, Rufus. Nice of you to join us. Uh, if you guys hear snoring during the episode, Cheese is right here sleeping. Rufus is here. Who are, who are they? And uh, those are my uh, my dogs. So, if you watch, if you don't watch Geekscape, you you you'll oh, be yeah. like, "What the, the fuck is that sound?" But um, new listeners are like, "Cheese and Rufus, dude, just imagine two <laughs> homeless people sleeping <laughs> on the floor just outside a camera." This is Kibbles and Square Top. <laughs> The circus fired them. <laughs> now they're living in my home. <laughs> you got any more liquor? Um, so, guys, uh, I went to see this movie, Fast and Furious. Uh, this is the fourth installment in the Fast and the Furious franchise uh, in the series. And Vin Diesel is back. Uh, he's back playing um, the guy he played in the first movie. Dom. Dom. And uh, the movie opens, and you see him and Michelle Rodriguez. They're in South America, and they're running some thefts of, like, oil. Uh, so basically the first trailer. Yeah, that first trailer mm -hmm. you guys saw where they're, where they're ripping off that um, that oil truck, mm -hmm. the gasoline truck. Like, like you see that. That's how it opens. And um, see, they're living a sweet is... life. But he knows he knows that the feds are, are closing on him. He can't stay there. Uh, and he leaves. He comes back to uh, L.A. To, no, always... he comes back to L.A. after he finds out that... Michelle Rodriguez's character has been killed. He hears it, right? That happens very early on. Paul Walker, in pursuit of like a drug trafficking ring that goes along the Mexican border, he has found out the same news, and it turns out that Michelle Rodriguez's death is tied into this drug trafficking ring who hires fast drivers to get drugs back and forth across the Mexican border. Mm -hmm. Dom's character is now in the U.S. trying to pursue the killer. So he joins forces and the with two Paul of them, Walker and... Not necessarily joins forces. They're both competing drivers for this drug organization undercover. He's undercover as a criminal. He's undercover as a cop. They have their different methods for bringing these people to justice. And they're going to get it done the way that the Fast and Furious guys get it done. And See? that means fast and furious in that but, style. But in with that no style the, of the Fast and Furious. With, with no articles. With no right. articles. Of course, Dom's sister, played by Jordana Brewster, mm. is the spurned lover. Paul Walker has to make amends there, mm -hmm. and the three of them have to figure out what happened to this character. Uh, and um, at the does same he do time, this often Brian does all sorts. Of, Brian, for those Brian of you just watching, left. Brian just like left the room. He He's, just got up and was like, "I got other things to do." He's now blowing his nose in the other room. Uh, he okay. does that, which is what I like about BJ. Because VJ um, is just, just stands there. He knows he's what he's stoic. doing. You know, he's stoic. He's stoic and, he, and he looks at me and goes, and every now and then VJ will be like. Like, he'll give me, like, a little sign. Brian does this. He does, like, this Marcel Marceau dance. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, you are a, you are a clown. Um, so, no, the, 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 that's the movie, basically. You guys have that whole setup of the movie. Of course, they get the job done, uh, and they do it quick. <laughs> but not quick enough. They do it quick and rough, um, Well, the next movie. Quick and rough? That sounds like the porn. It's like fast, yeah. So, uh, what were your questions about this movie, which, in my review, I have to say, it's... It's probably the second best of the series. It's right up there with the first one. It's better right. than it has any right to be as the fourth installment. It's not right. bad if that's what you're into. So what you're well, saying I'm is not... that it was better than Tokyo Drift? Yeah. 
Well, what I'm saying, saying like, it, you there's, describing there's that, you describing that makes yeah. me interested. Like, the storyline sounds like, if I was a Hollywood executive, I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. Pretty clear. That's That sounds great. Mm-hmm. You know, it has some dynamics and everything like that. But then you, it's Paul Walker and Vin Diesel. Actually, I have no problem with Vin Diesel. I, I don't have problems. with He's a little, he's, he's, ham, he's ham-fisted, but. I enjoyed the first one. Yeah. The first Fast and Furious, I remember yeah. seeing it. And I actually enjoyed it. Um, it, it. The second one I saw like on TV, and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, it's obviously not. Didn't get the same attention as the first one, you right. know. And Vin Diesel obviously wanted to go and make Triple X with Rob Cohen, who directed the first one, and he's not doing this second one. And then the third one, they had this new director take the third one, right? And, and new actors, little Bow Wow, all that, and took Bow the script. Wow. No, he's, no, oh, he, he's not Lil. He's, uh, grown, he's grown up. Okay, so the fourth one is that director from Tokyo Drift, mm-hmm. back with the original cast. And you know what? Like, as far as these kind of movies go, if you're a fan of that first one, you were really going to enjoy this one. Yeah. It does have its parts where, it, like, you're like, okay, I guess there are no police in, in cars in, in Los Angeles because they're running, like, citywide chase you know which like, is not like, true like races. i got pulled over in hollywood last night and were you racing as fast and furiously as the people in this movie because <laughs> no they i don't was seem to mind them i was taking a right hand turn on a green light with no pedestrians in the crosswalk uh-huh. and a cop uh motorcycle cop facing the other way saw uh-huh. me flipped a yui and like pulled me over right next to io where i was going oh. and uh wait and uh it was because i had a headlight out Oh. He decided the headlight that I tell you about every time I get into your car. You shut your mouth. And so he ticketed you for the for the headlight. Yeah, it's a fix it ticket, but it was just really funny. Like, okay. so if you fix it, you don't have to. It's pay fine. It. It's okay. fine. It's just really funny that like on a Friday night, a, a motorcycle cop was so bored in Los Angeles in downtown Hollywood that he decided. I'm going to pull someone over and give them a fix-it ticket. Well, the Fast and Furious street races may happen other nights. It may not it's true. Necessarily. Well, I, I would, I I would have one on a, like a, a Wednesday night. Okay. Like a Wednesday yeah. night when people were least expecting it. The racing in this movie is cool. I mean, that's what you go see this movie for. The racing is cool in the movie. You know what yeah. I mean? And the action sequences are cool. The story... The cars are a secondary character. The story is whatever. Needs. But, um, but no, nah, I mean, whatever. It, it sets it up for a fifth one if there's going to be a fifth one. And there you know what? Be. If it makes a ton of money, there'll be a fifth one. Well, um, my question, like, the one that brought me... Like, when I saw the trailer, <laughs> when the, which is the beginning of it... Why do they like? Is, is do they actually have gas tankers chained like a like a train? Oh, uh, South America, like three, all sorts of three, shit. three long. I'm like that's that doesn't seem safe. I mean, it's South how America. do they turn? Is you it know? just one long straight road in South America? I mean, Gilmore from Guatemala, and they got chupacabras and stuff Ch- like that. Chupacabras. They got them. Eats 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 my goats. I mean, let's just talk I about it, it like a specialist. They got chupacabras. They got these tanker, these tanker trains. All right, and everybody owns an iguana as a pet. That's just the way it works, oh, including on, including the driver in this movie, which they don't show you in the trailer. And yet, and and, and the entire that- time, the entire time I'm watching this sequence, the, you know, it starts out with the, with the guy driving. You see him in the trailer. And, and they always see, have it, loose steering yeah, too. Yeah. And, and you see the cars coming, like you see Vin Diesel. I'm gonna steal your truck. I'm gonna steal your stuff. And they're coming. They're setting up their plot. And you see this guy, and you see it coming to a head. And then you see him start feeding like this little iguana, right? Like he takes out whatever he's eating, he feeds it to the iguana, and you're like, oh man, that fucking iguana better not die. All right? That iguana better not die. Because you see in the trailer, like stuff going over a mm-hmm. cliff, and you're like, dude, if that iguana goes off a cliff or explodes or whatever, I'm done. <laughs> but really, when it's they, a lizard. How dare you? Like if it, if it was a cheese, if it was a cheese there, absolutely. Yeah. 
Iguana had personality because it ate the same taco or whatever the guy was eating. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that is nice. Um, when he jumps out of the car, uh, out of the cab, when it's obvious that he's going to go out of control and these, these guys have stolen his oil, I like to let you know he does grab the iguana and, and take it with him. So the iguana, the iguana lives. I got to give props to the movie for the iguana living. I think that's that's good. That's good. Well, I guess you have to show respect for all life when you're oh, racing yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fast yeah, yeah. cars. But not otherwise, you heartless bastard. The best, I mean, you know what? I leave it up to the, to the Geekscape audience. But you know that you can't kill animals in most films. In, right. in the miraculous moments in film where they have had animals saved, can you guys go to the Geekscape forums and start a thread listing some of the most amazing like rescues of animals my number one is when the dog in independence day yeah jumps through and, the fire. and avoids the, like that little door keeps them from getting nuked yeah right and, and the and dog is slow-mo thousands of people in that tunnel yeah. dead but we just care yeah. about the goddamn dog yeah i mean the no sta- the sta- no that dog yeah is riddled with cancer at that point with a fucking <laughs> alien laser shooting past it you think alien lasers just give you cancer what would have been great is like if uh if, if Will Smith met up with his wife afterwards and was like, honey, you made it out of L.A., touches her ash. She just blows away. <laughs> there's, an, there's an alien laser on the other side of this what steel made you think door. Be, like, radiation, though. Because, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's... <laughs> listen, listen. It's definitely... It's, I don't know. It's definitely hot. Uh-huh. It's definitely hot. There's okay? flame balls. It's flame balls, all right? Yeah, it's true. It's, it's taking out cars. It's fire. That well, little door, though. The whole point is that they're trying to avoid radiation in Independence Day, though, because when they do the nukes, it's like a huge deal. So obviously the aliens don't have any radiation. Dude, I just zoned completely it's... while you were talking. Like... All I got to tell you is start a thread with the most ridiculous animal saves I will in say, movie history. I saw, um, I saw that Crispin Glover movie, What Is It? Yeah, the um, weird one. The weird one with all the kids yeah. with Down syndrome. Um, and there's this whole sequence <laughs> where they're killing snails. Oof. And they're actually killing snails. Like uh-huh. like razor blades, pouring salt on them. So many snails die in this movie. And the reason, like, Crispin Glover has a Q&A after all of his movies because he has to go and personally show them. Because no one will watch them if right. Crispin Glover's not there. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, he was saying, he's like, well, we chose snails because uh, it's the only animal that you're allowed to kill on film. Because they're not wow. considered animals. They're considered flora, not fauna. Fuck really? That. Yeah. I would like to start a unionization for my, for my snail friends. Do they have central nervousness? I, I don't know. I don't know if that's the reason, but apparently, like, you can kill snails on film. And that, that needs to be changed uh, that, right like, now. I feel like shit whenever it, I do that. It's yeah. so... When you're just, watching, yeah, you feel that crunch, you're like, oh. I yeah. just ended a life. Uh-huh. Yeah. Little ghost snails whisk past you, and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck you. What have I done? Or, or saying, thank you, I'm not a yeah, snail, snail anymore. anymore. <laughs> Comes back as your abusive father. <laughs> so that's just impossible, John, because... Obviously, his father already exists. Using so. temporal methods that the snails have mastered. <laughs> <laughs> do you watch Lost Stone? Oh, God, I love watch? Lost. Okay. I love Did you Lost. Watch, did you watch this last week's episode? Yeah. Like when when uh, uh, Asian can talk to the dead dude is... Talking to Hurley. He's talking to Hurley. And Hurley him I, for a loop. Yeah, and he's just like, yeah. And uh, then they, like, but they fix it in that same episode. Yeah. They, oh man, that conversation in this last loss was phenomenal. Yeah, it, it was pretty. Like I, Hurley I don't know. Says, like, I already wouldn't got he, it. Wouldn't when Hurley says, "Wouldn't he remember being tortured by Saeed?" If right. Saeed's the man who shot him, 
Right, exactly. If you guys aren't watching Lost, we just confuse the hell out of you. It's... But Richard, of course, fixes it. Yeah. Richard fixes it. But, it, it, you know, honestly, like, he fixes it, but it really feels like... Global throat, yeah. Yeah, it was, like, just, like, here. Like, like a writer had written the script, and then, like, someone was proofreading. It's like, ah, what? What, what <laughs> is it? It's like, yes. okay, fine. Richard explains it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm into the... I love... I mean, this show is getting better and better, and usually, you know... Yeah. Oh, man. I want to see inside that Mayan temple. We all do. We all do. I think... I, I was reading IGN as they were trying to explain Richard, like what could he be, and their 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 idea was that he could be, like, like a pharaoh, like a pharaoh, like a pharaoh type dude mm-hmm. who has created the island as a as a sort of a time machine, but as a way that, to move through time. It was kind of a far out mm-hmm. idea, but if you make it like a Mayan type of deal, right, where he's just old, like been on the island, like he's the captain of this time ship, right, through time, and and he's been there since the I See, mean, I would say that, like, you know... Because he obviously I, I like doesn't thinking, age. Like, yeah, he doesn't age, and it's like, I would like to think that he just exists in all time. Right. But then again, if he did, then he would know... He would have known Locke when Locke visited him for the first time. He would have known Locke, because he always have known... He would have always like have known... Like Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. No. Because he would have always have known him. That 1950s interaction with the bomb, when right. the bomb was hanging... Yeah. That, I think, was their first interaction. But from there on... Yeah, you know, the dude obviously has an age, and one day he becomes Go- mayor of Gotham City. <laughs> That's um, true. So there, there's more geek news I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, speaking of comic book movies, Jack Earl Haley, who played Warshak, uh, has been cast, I guess, as a uh, Freddy. When I, I thought it was up, Final Talks. W- yeah, when I looked up, it was just talk. So I yeah. thought it was a rumor, but Variety's reporting it. Hollywood Reporter is reporting it. Um, it's a great choice. I mean, he's if really have to short. This movie, he's really short to be Freddy Krueger, though. Yeah, how tall? Is, I mean, is he shorter than Robert England? We've met Robert. Oh England. yeah, no. I mean, wow. he's like Gilmore's height. Yeah. Oh wow! I saw him at because uh, I went to that MTV spoilers taping of Watchmen a few weeks uh-huh. earlier, and he was there. He was yeah. He's a shorty. Well, you know what? Like it's it's screen presence, it's camera. It's true, and you, he'll be fine. You know, they it, just need to inject uh, it with more energy. Than what they've done with the Friday Thirteenth, because I, mean, I didn't watch it. I, I, I was not really. I was not into it, but uh, you know Sam Bear, I do like a lot of his videos. Guy's got a great it? great visual style. Let's see if he can do it. Yeah, he's the director. Who's writing it? Um, don't know. Don't know uh, who wrote it, but um, yeah, I'm I'm looking for if you know what I'll see it now. At first I was it, like, dude, it, I'm not gonna see it. How can you have Freddie and not Robert England? But you know it's fine that, that I mean, definitely yeah, has me intrigued it doesn't like it for one it doesn't make any sense because it you know it's like oh he's too old it's like it's all makeup anyway mm-hmm. it's freddie's makeup he, and robert still has it obviously yeah, but he might have back problems or something you know he's, he's getting kind of old so uh he watches this you can, he's you can probably ask him yeah i know we see him for the millionth time <laughs> exactly he's such kid. a nice guy uh i heard you downloaded wolverine I'm kidding, <laughs> but many people. I, they, I wish I had. Many people did download Wolverine. This is a Wolverine cut from a couple months ago. Supposedly, they have since done a bunch of reshoots and things like that. I don't know if that's just covering themselves, but uh, wait, a few months ago? Uh, was, yeah, the, the cut is from a, a few months ago. How the did cut, they the cut do? That got leaked is from a few months ago. Right, but it's but only a few do, months. How do you do reshoots? Reshoots in that quick oh, of a time? You, you do reshoots. Um, you know the 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 second Born movie? Yeah. They were doing reshoots the month before they came out. Shut up. The movie came out. I mean, if a movie, if, if it, its maker, right. if a movie needs it, I mean, they score a movie up until 
the King Kong that Peter Jackson did, they mm-hmm. scored that movie. They, they did the score on that movie right up until they had to start cutting prints to send really? to movie theaters. I mean, right up to the last minute. So it's not unheard of that you would do a movie with a ton of effects like this. You, it's not unheard of that you could actually do reshoots two months out. It puts a squeeze on things, and it's pretty expensive because you got to basically... If, you know, you basically got to just spend a ton of money to get it mm-hmm. done that quickly. But if the movie needs it, they'll do it. And uh, this is their big tent pole. Supposedly, this thing leaked. Fox is angry about it. They're talking to like the FBI about figuring out Shut who up. did this. Oh, to figure out who yeah, did it. Yeah, figure out who. who did this. Downloaded it. How? Who leaked it? Why did you download it? No. Because I'll hand you over right now. Is there a reward in this for me? I don't download. I don't download anything anymore because we got a. I we I did download like uh, a season of Entourage, uh-huh. and uh, Comcast got me or Charter got That's me. Called, and I was uh, like, uh, I'm not gonna do this anymore. That's what you get so. for downloading Entourage. <laughs> I want to see guys be cool as an actor. Why would you want to? <laughs> why would you want to watch Entourage? It's really is it not the most infuriating show so you could possibly watch. Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. Because you're watching as like Each this of those guy's episodes a is almost written to look at is to like break the fourth wall, look right at Ben and be like, Hi struggling actor, in your face. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't watch that show if I were you. And it looks like Comcast agrees. Um, what happens when you get busted for I've never met anybody who got busted you for illegal e- downloading. You what get did an you get? email from uh, from the company saying uh, we caught your IP downloading mm-hmm. this file. Mm-hmm. If it happens again, we'll uh, remove your service. And you okay? Yeah, it's basically Nothing. that. Yeah, I mean, it obviously it's probably less severe because it was only one thing. It was Entourage. It was Entourage. Well, it's HBO apparently, and uh-huh. HBO catches them like that. Yeah. they they're the ones that catch it, and then they send a letter to the service provider. Mm-hmm. How does HBO catch it? They have people. I, I don't mean, know. Listen, dude, it's the future. All that shit's gonna be happening now. <laughs> She's like minority. You see them minority report? A precog probably saw him downloading Entourage. There's a precog and maid of honor. I'm naked <laughs> in a bath. You're downloading Entourage. Um, Iron Man. <laughs> it wasn't even funny. You're you gonna talk about Iron Man two? Yeah, Iron Man two has started I, shooting this no, week. Nope. It's started shooting. shooting on Monday. Well, I, I'm gonna put this episode up on Wednesday. Okay, so, so there you, you go. So, so it started shooting this week. It starts shooting Using this week. Using the magic of. Of, <laughs> internet. the magic of the internet sorry Iron Man sorry, 2 internets. as of the playing of this episode has started shooting yeah what were you going to add to this um bunch of my friends mm-hmm. are on the first day of shooting okay um, so it's like the, a crowd scene or something it's like that, or uh what? it's in it's in the senate okay cool um I'm not hopefully not leaking anything but you are okay I have, I have yet to read anything it doesn't like that. it doesn't mean it, whatever I have no idea whatever but uh-huh. I am desperate to, be, to be in Iron Man 2. Like, I, I have a booking agent to get uh-huh. my, to get me extra stuff. And I put out to her, I'm like, I don't care if you, like, I don't care. I don't want to be on Glee anymore. I don't want to be on Greek. I don't want to be on any of these shows. An extra in Iron Man get is me, my break. Yeah, get me in Iron Man 2. Just, like, just one. Just one day on Iron Man 2. Like, I just want to be... Let's play bribe the, the actor with roles. Would you rather be an extra... In Iron Man 2, featured extra in Iron Man 2, or have a speaking role in Greek. Speaking role in Greek. Yeah, I mean. Well, if anything, money wise. Yeah. Like okay. even featured extra. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, so who who could he play in Iron Man 2? Because I'm thinking Modoc. like. Modok. Yeah, we could get fucking Modok. Let's get I'm you to be Modok. Hello, Iron Man. I'm a floating hub. <laughs> I 
still want to do that costume. Could you? <laughs> you didn't yeah, hear about I mean, our costumes. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have to do it before you lose well, all that weight. Well, Comic Con is coming up. It's only my face. Uh, we're all planning on being on Comic Con. Your stomach Comic-Con. is the face. I think you got to play Modoc. Modoc, I want to be. Oh, um, after that last South Park that where they were superheroes and stuff, I want to do Mysterion. But that would require you to play the that coon. It was oh, the, I it didn't, was I the didn't last South Park. It was a couple weeks ago. Oh, dude, Cartman dresses up like the coon. And it's like, it's the coon. Those of us who haven't seen The South coon Park. is like his Dark Avenger type character that stalks the streaks and the, the, the streaks. That's me. Uh, the stro- that, that stalks <laughs> the streets. I thought you said you didn't want to talk about streaks. And acts like. Like a Frank Miller type character, he's like the, the city bleeds. Oh, that's it great! And it, but it's Cartman dressed like like a raccoon, and there's another character named Mysterion who, as much as Cartman wants the adoration of the city he quote unquote protects, everyone actually loves Mysterion. So Cartman uh, teams up with Butters, who's Doctor Chaos, like a Doctor right. Doom character, yeah. uh-huh. to set up Mysterion. Professor Chaos. Professor Chaos. In general like, disarray. In general disarray. Uh, <laughs> The episode is a is awesome, uh, and I was like, "What could I be at Comic Con this year?" On top of our good friend Sam, Mysterion, but uh, but who we knows? Never dress up. Well, Comic Con's been. A I'm lot already. Of fun. I'm already like. I'm going with. Uh, you know, Michelle. <laughs> you don't dress up. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I dress up. <laughs> uh, uh, you know Michelle Osorio, right? I call Sam, and he dresses up for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Michelle Osorio. Uh, uh, I she, like her a lot. She uh, she directed the web series I'm in called mm-hmm. Boomer's Day Off, which you should check out. It's a, it's huge on YouTube. It's almost like hey it's man, almost three hundred thousand. They love that shit. Yeah. So, yeah, those people so, hate me. So what's the story? Um, they do hate you. You got some rude oh, comments. Dude, half like there's there's over like six hundred, seven hundred comments on the first video, and over half of them are you're so fat, you're so morbidly oh. obese. Man, you should go stop playing Left 4 Dead and go eat a salad. What's hilarious is you know these people. <laughs> oh yeah, fucking wrong. Oh, I don't care. The last one, the last one I got though that I was they're like really to like a vo- vocator box. Yeah, <laughs> but they're, they're, the guy the was just like head in a jar just called you fat. <laughs> it's true. Somebody was like, man, what the fuck? You're so fat. You're not a boomer. Oh god, you're so fat. Uh, and why do you? What's up with your voice? Why do you sound like you're 13 years old, fag? And I'm just like. Does it ever make you want to just hang it up and, and go home when people criticize you like publicly like that for mm. your acting, for for your skill, for your talent? No, no. Like because it it's not. It fuels you. It well, fuels none you. It, none of it's about my acting. Okay. None it's of just it, it, it's just, it's just personal attack. Do you ever write back to them? No, but I did put a I did put a uh, a video response to uh-huh. some to some of these because a lot of a lot of the original comments were uh, is it a fat suit? It's a fat suit. He's not really that fat. No, he really is that fat. He's just a fat fuck. Like all these like people <laughs> having this discussion on if I'm wearing a fat suit or not. If um, your body is real or not. So like I posted a, co- a video response like a to that. <laughs> so you can check that out on YouTube. Um, I won't go into what I said, but whatever. Uh, uh, on the Gay by Dawn, this kid, this one kid, wrote a really rude comment, which I left up there, claiming to that he saw it at a screening, he hated it, he wanted to come up and tell me to my face, <laughs> and I, I, I just did it. I responded. I wish you had. I would have punched you in the fucking head. Like I, just, <laughs> I wrote like a rant, like like ne- like. I still invite anyone who doesn't like Geekscape or like my work to fight to me. Find me in public, and I will fight you. Like. <laughs> I don't think it's that weird. If you if you see Super Action Man or anything that you we do and you're not supportive of it, come up and have some fun. Like it's okay. Like let's let's not act civilized about it. 
Let's act. <laughs> let's, let's, let's act naturally. Let's fight. I. Let's act like you hear. You hear that, YouTubers? You, know? you like, think I'm too and, fat to act? Come fight Ben. Come fight me. But know that after your first punch at Ben, I'm gonna put your fucking head through a table. It's okay. But Ben is my friend. <laughs> all right. And but it friends has been do that me. for each it other. Ha- it has been feeling. It fuels me. you. Yeah, well, if not... An effective move is to grab a guy who's fighting Ben from behind, lock his arms, take his legs out from under him, and just face plant him into a table. He can't stop himself. His arms are behind his back, and his face just goes boom. Hopefully he lives and you don't go to jail. Well, it wouldn't be me that goes to jail. It would be you. Yeah, I know. Okay. (laughs) All right, I'm cool with this. But they would be locked in there with me. (laughs) The line doesn't work when you're just like, and they are locked in with me. Here is a fact. They are trapped in there with me. <laughs> and I, will, I will fight for, for, for your honor. Like Peter Sierra. Yeah. <laughs> are you the man that will fight for I will, my honor? Ben. Will I you will. be the hero I'm dreaming I of? I will. Same thing goes for Gilmore. If anybody Has anybody given you shit, Gilmore? Nah, man. Okay. I only get the fan things. Good. Remember? They don't come up to you. Right. They just want to fuck you. Yeah. And they write stories about it. Right. Um, guys, is anybody gonna see this Dragon Ball movie that's coming out? I actually am. A you lot of are. are you gonna go see that? A lot of people are. Yeah. Should we see it for the site? Do you yes. Think? Yeah. Okay. Yes. 100%. Okay. It's okay. gonna be bad. It's gonna be bad, but okay. I'll see it. Um, so maybe I'll matinee that. I'm excited for. for I'm excited for James Marsters as Piccolo. Yeah. Yeah. And they kept. I. They kept him green. Did you see that? Awesome. Uh, speaking of green, Buffy verse people, Andy Hallett died. I know. He was my first neighbor when I moved to LA. Andy Hallett lived beneath Kirsten and I in, a, just in, a, in like our same condo guy. unit, and he was so cool. He, 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 he always invited us in. He loved that little guy, Cheese. Aww. Um, you want to pan down for him? He just seemed like the he greatest loved guy. Cheese. Andy would uh, yeah. invite us over, and uh, there's Cheese. Can you see? Him? There he is sleeping. How can you not love him? Uh, here he is snoring, <laughs> and uh, and and he just had like all these wrestling videos you know and like and like Patti LaBelle videos and he would just be like no 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 don't leave I gotta show you this one I gotta show you this one but was he and, gay well I mean I mean, it doesn't matter I, I don't I don't like, uh, I was, that I, was a question I, I don't know I can't confirm I thought right. he was yeah but um but I did not know that he had a heart heart disease no I didn't, I didn't know, know he had heart disease five years and that he that he was battling that and um and so reading that he died was pretty sad at yeah. 33 and i'm like no you know i knew, only, I knew only he, had, he liked to have fun he always had like people over you know the guy was a party but you know it, it, dying it was at 33 just, is like, it was just heart on. disease it wasn't like drug related no i mean i, I mean if you have heart disease you have yeah. heart disease you he know died of I mean? cardiac arrest cardiac well, the, arrest the, right? uh, but, but then again so did um the guy who played so did some of the wrestlers you know well the, and you they, know they're rocking it the guy who played uh, uh, first the first angel the yeah. first season mm-hmm. he died of a heart of mm-hmm. heart failure as well. What? I mean, yeah, if, that's if, why if, he wasn't if, in the second. That's why he wasn't in any of the. If you're gonna say it's because of a shitty character. If you're gonna say drugs, like you know, you read about those wrestlers who die of heart attacks, but they've been taking like steroids that affect their 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 heart. I mean, right. it's a muscle; like it affects different parts of your body. It should make your heart um, stronger. Well, it makes your blood. I mean, it makes your blood vessels crazy. You know what I mean? And you have a heart attack. Right. Um, so I knows? drink a barrel who of knows? beer to get drunk. Uh, he was an awesome He was an awesome neighbor. So that was yeah. really sad. I called Kirsten and I go, our old neighbor Andy died, and she was pretty heartbroken about it. And Ron Silver it. died. Yeah, we, we did talk about Ron Silver yeah. dying when someone pushed him into himself. <laughs> um, 
Uh, guys, there's a movie wow. coming out on the 17th of this month, done by two of our buddies. Uh, Mark Neveldine and Brian Taylor did a movie called Crank 2. Uh, high Voltage. This is a sequel to the movie from a couple of years ago. It has Jason Statham having to uh, like jumpstart his heart, mm -hmm. kickstart his heart, Martley Crew style, like every five minutes. Yeah. In that movie, he had to keep his his blood, his like his like adrenaline up. In mm -hmm. this movie, he's gonna electrocute himself every five minutes. Uh, we got to talk to Mark and Brian about that movie um, and what it was coming back and doing it again. So here's that interview, and we'll be right back. Hey, what's up, Geekscapists? I'm here with Mark Neveldine, Brian Taylor. They've got a movie coming up later this month. You guys are pretty excited about it, from what I can tell on the, on the website. Uh, it's called Crank 2, High Voltage. Uh, now, the Crank 2, I, I was sitting in an intersection today, I was like, it's not called Crank 2, it's just called Crank High Voltage. There's no 2 there. We don't like numbers. Yeah, now, uh, good with numbers. now why don't you guys talk about the premise of the movie, because the no. spoiler at the end of the, of the first movie, you definitely see the guy... You know the the main character Chef Chelios in a little pain. You see yeah, in a like lot just, of pain. He's like, ah, this hurt. Fucking hit a car. And you walk out of the theater back. thinking, okay, well, I guess there won't be a sequel to that movie I enjoyed. Um, what was the challenge in putting the second one together and convincing people to put the money behind it to bring back the character, and then getting Jason Statham to come back to play a character that everybody thought was dead? If, if you don't do Crank 2, it's, it could just be a complete disaster. Mm -hmm. Crank 2? I mean, come on. Crank 1 shouldn't have even been made, let alone Crank 2. It's crank nuts. 3 should not be made. We didn't even... Well, honestly... Should not be made. Honestly, you know, uh, you read stuff where people are like, how could they do a Crank 2? How could they do a Crank 2? We felt the same way. I mean, we didn't right. want we didn't want to do Crank 2. You know, based on the success of the first movie, they were... They were pressuring us to do Crank 2, but but we were really resistant. And it, at one point, we thought, okay, well, we'll just write it, and then we'll let somebody else direct it. Mm -hmm. We'll just produce it. We were going to have you direct it. <laughs> yeah, actually. Uh, hey, we were checking on your that. availability. Well, you guys did that with, with the movie that you did in between. I mean, you, I know you guys wrote and directed mm -hmm. Game, but before that, you guys wrote the movie for, uh, what was the one with the, with the medical? Pathology. 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 You guys yeah. just wrote that and then Directed by it. Mark Schillerman. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. How so could we were going to do, we yeah. do the same thing with Crank 2. And we wrote the whole script thinking that we weren't going to direct it. And then we made the mistake of, like, we really kind of, like, got attached to the script. And it was so stupid and so bizarre that we just thought there's nobody else who could really direct this. And we would go crazy if somebody else directed it. So we just yeah. had, to, we had to do it. I mean, it looked like you guys had fun. I went and saw you guys shoot that one day at Hollywood Park where <laughs> Jason was jumping back and forth. You see it in the trailer. He's jumping back and forth from the parking garage. Yeah. And, oh and, yeah, yeah. And the way these guys shoot, like you guys just wouldn't even stop. I mean, you guys would look at you know in the camera, see, it, play it back, see if it was nice. Well, we but have the luxury of being, the yeah, we have the luxury of being the directors who are holding the cameras. Mm -hmm. So as soon as one of us sees it and we feel like we got the shot, we can move on, and right. we don't like to waste any time. You know, we ended up shooting. Uh, you know, we've said this a billion times. We shot 270 hours wow. of film, which is more than they shot on Titanic. Mm -hmm. And we did um, it in 30 days. 270 right. hours of footage in 30 days. In a movie like this, you gotta have fun. We just created like this fun environment, and we just kept the cameras rolling. We tried to capture every bit of ridiculousness, and um, the only way to do it is just to you know shoot with these little DV cameras. And you know, yeah. when I showed up, uh, the first thing I noticed is you guys had a whole bunch of different like prosumer cameras. You know, you guys had something that looked like a single chip, but they're not single chip. They're they're just really small HD cameras. They're yeah. super chips. Bunch of those. 
and they were and they had their screw-on plates. So you guys could just pick one up, take them, and put it on whatever rig you wanted, or put a couple of them on there. There was a rig you built out of half of a hula hoop where you had a bunch. That of was a speed rail. Up. Yeah, it was a 180 degree piece of speed rail. Right. We put like nine cameras on it, and, and it was uh, for the Matrix effect. Yeah. Where you can just cut moving bullet them. time. Yep. Like that old Allen Iverson video. Uh, remember yeah, the first commercial? Yeah, scratch mixing back, right. back and forth, yeah. It, but it used to be, you know, the Matrix thing, and this is something we've been trying to do for years, but it took a while for the technology to kind of catch up. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it used to be to do that Matrix thing where you freeze time. You right. had to set up this array of cameras, and you fire them all off in sequence, and, it t- you know, it's, it's, it's a very elaborate setup. I met the DP who did that. He shot the uh, Parents Just Don't Understand video for Will Smith. The same DP. Yeah, and and it was that Allen Iverson video. And Mm -hmm. and they they had that dunk that he did, and it was all, they had like 80 cameras on that. So we thought, like, why why couldn't you, like, make, why couldn't you do that effect, but in a way that you could pick it up and run with it, Mm -hmm. you know, and and then just freeze time any any place you want, you know, and, 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 and a shot. So we tried it, but we've been wanting to do that effect for a long time. We wanted to do it on crank one, but the we, cameras weren't really. We there. like we actually only made that rig um, to look cool, <laughs> it and looks really cool. Uh, <laughs> just to like run around and have photos of us running around this this half a hula hoop. Yeah. But uh, but it worked. Mm-hmm. That's the crazy thing about it. The you cameras know, like seven really shots in the movie. But it looks so cool. basically, you guys yeah, are taking right. all these different ca- all these different cameras that I mean our own users could go and find, uh-huh. and you guys shot an entire movie with it. How how did this, how was this technology different than the technology you guys use in, in Crank One? Did you guys stick closer to one or oh, two well, cameras in Crank well, One? But time has passed, right? right? So on Crank One, we were using sort of first generation HD cameras, mm-hmm. which were huge things. It was like the size of a beta cam. They were tethered to a big uh, machine, you know, where you had like uh, waveform monitors and all kinds of instruments to make sure that the signal was pure and all this stuff. It was a real pain in the ass to shoot with that rig. And they cost a quarter million dollars, those mm-hmm. cameras. The cameras we use this time, we think they look better. We think this movie right. looks better than Crank One. And we were using cameras that you know, are readily available, lightweight, you can run and gun with them. With nuclear tracking systems, so. How many did you guys break in the course of this movie? Because I saw you on rollerblades. I see I see people jumping back. What, and what are you trying to say about me? I'm just saying, hey, I mean, you guys were up there just holding these things with your hands. Did any I think we I think broken? we broke uh, two or three. Uh-huh. Yeah. In, a, in a car crash, we, we broke one, and mm-hmm. I think uh, I, I threw one at Brian one day. Mm-hmm. You Didn't can't I? do that in the first crank when these cameras are super expensive. But with, well, with you the, can. The, I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. No, we actually, one, we actually broke quite a few cameras, and they're all in my garage. Cool. Um, Rebuilding him. Did yeah. Jason have any like? Come on, guys! I can't come back in this movie. Did he, did he have any? Do you guys have to convince? No, him to man. He he read the script and lost his mind, mm-hmm. and, and that was one of the things too that that convinced us that, that we needed to direct it rather than have somebody else to do it. Was when we saw Jason's enthusiasm, I mean, he literally like yeah. jumped out of the building. He was texting us lines from the movie for three days, just going, "Guys, guys." And we didn't remember any of the lines. No, we were like, really? <laughs> and, but they were in the script. They're like, you sure? You sure that's the script? So, but he, he, he loved it and he had such a good time. I mean, we were just basically, you know, uh, it was the three of us. It was Mark and myself and, and Statham. And we just like formed this sort of unholy alliance making this movie. It was so fun every day. We just came in ready to kick ass every morning. I mean, the three of us were there before anybody and we left after everybody and just had a great time. You guys show, showed me this. This is the Crank soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Dude, Mike Patton did your music. Mm. That's insane. Yeah. He is a, he's a killer. Been friends with him for a while or what? Mm, not really. We met him a few times uh, through some mutual friends. And while we were shooting, I mean, you know, when you think about his music, it's it's a perfect match. Yeah, it's a perfect Mike. soundtrack. I mean, it's perfect, right. right? So, so we had him out to the set uh, for a day to talk to him. It turns out he was a big Crank fan. And 
I mean, there was really never any hesitation. Mm-hmm. We were, and we were like huge Patton fans. Yeah, I mean, right. he wanted to do it from from day one. We wanted him to do it from day one, and so it was just off to the races. And it's 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 an awesome soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's this this thing I like. I listen to it in my car. It's really cool. You people should buy this because Brian and I get a half a penny per copy. <laughs> we do. So you guys did a movie before doing Crank. You guys did a movie called Game. It's about people controlling real people in, in first-person games. On a massive a scale. Future. So one of our listeners, instead of playing a video game, as they're playing, they're actually controlling an inmate well, who's yeah, been put uh, in like a running well, man so, situation. So, 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 there's several worlds. Yeah, there's several worlds. So, so imagine like, uh, like Second Life. Uh-huh. Only instead of creating an animated avatar, you've got people who are basically you know, glorified prostitutes mm-hmm. who are willing to give over their uh, self-control and let you control them. So instead of an animated character, you get a real person that you get to make them do stuff. Um, yeah, like that. Don't buy that one. So like Dollhouse when they were the remote control. Who said that? Who? Yes. So people are pretty like Dollhouse, with, with, but with, with a remote control. Spitting stuff out from behind the camera. Um, yeah, so that or, you know, same token, you know, it could be like Call of Duty kind of game. Right. And again, you get a person. So you get the person, you get to choose what Is Call kind of, of Duty about feces? Wow. So guys, Crank Two, it no. comes out. But I'll tell you what, you know, for, no. But I do want to say because this is right. like this is like direct to fans of Crank because like we're fans of Crank. We have them. I really want people to know because sometimes you hear this stuff like, how could those guys sell out and make a Crank Two and blah blah blah. When we sell out, you'll know it because we'll be making a big studio movie and blah 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 blah. We're we're all about selling out mm-hmm. and making money. But Crank is, like, ridiculous. Like, when you see Crank, anybody who says that, like, you guys were selling out, you never should have done a Crank 2, if you like Crank 1, I guarantee you Crank 2 is better. It's a mess. Like, for this movie, for a movie like this to go into the malls, a movie this twisted, is retarded. It's weird. Like, it hasn't really happened before. And I think Crank 1 fans are really going to like it. Cool. Because we fucking love it. I was actually defending Crank 2 on Mm -hmm. set the other day because we were just... When you're an extra, you basically sit around and do nothing right. for most of your time. If anyone wants to come out to Los Angeles and do work, you can do extra work. Anyone can do it, and it's actually a pretty good job. Should I come and do extra work with you? I if think you're I'm looking a little for older. Cap- I think I'm older. You probably wouldn't be able to I can't do, do the Greek. stuff that... Yeah. No, you could do Greek. But I'm, I'm cool, been... dude. For, no, to be like no, a no way. To be member? Are you kidding? I've got, like, grays, which I can paint, but, like... Yeah, but you're handsome. Oh, But, but... I, I mean, but what were you going to say? Um, but yeah, uh, what was I talking about? Crank? If anybody wants to come out, if anyone wants to come crank. out, yeah, if anyone wants to come out and do extra work, you can, right. um, like, and it's really easy money. It's probably the easiest job you'll ever do. Just in, as long as you're okay with being bored. Reading. Right. Yeah. You have to, you have to, or like being okay with meeting new people. Cause okay. you meet a lot of good people. And like, I've met some people that are actually like, not necessarily good for professional, uh, like contacts. Though I, you know, you do get to work with like the PAs and you get to work with directors. Like working on Greek, I got to, uh, I was personally directed by like Fred Savage Mm -hmm. and um, Tim, Tim Matherson, Mm -hmm. uh, the dude who did, who was in Animal House. Okay. Um, So like you get to work with some pretty cool people, but I mean, it's just extra work. Um, So you're defending Crank. But I was defending Crank on this set. Okay. uh, Because like we were just sitting around chatting and like someone had brought up Crank, the original. And someone's like, I can't believe they made a sequel. The guy died. And I'm like, dude, did you watch the first movie? It's a, <laughs> it's a video happen. game. Yeah. Like, he, so he died. He gets another life. Who, you know, that's. Did you hit fight him? Did I fight him? I threw him into a generator. We were in this really creepy, 
creepy building oh, in downtown work? LA. Uh-huh. Like the basement of it, I guess it used to be a bank, but the basement of it's like this redesigned, like it, it still has the vault doors. Mm-hmm. And then there's a hole in the wall. If you look through it, there's this giant, just echoey cave of a room with just huge generators that just said off limits. Like you couldn't actually get for, in. They use it for. This was for limelight. Now. Yeah, yeah it's, yeah. it's definitely all. There are all sorts for, of great places like yeah. that. There are, there's a place just off the five that lo- that used to be a jail. You would yeah. think you w- wouldn't want to put a jail next to the massive interstate highway, but it used to be uh, a, a giant jail, and it's creepy yeah. as hell. It's a great place to shoot in. Yeah. And then Linda Vista, that old hospital. Right. That place you is did creepy for... as shit. They, um, uh, I did get a cool little thing yeah. um, on Lime, this new pilot that I'm working yeah. on. I um, got to work with the guy who played the mummy in the mummy series. In the first two mummies, Arnold Vosloo. Yeah, from Darkman. Amazing guy. It's super. He is. I've been a fan of him for a long time. Like I didn't recognize him at first because like he has all his hair. You know, he has his hair grown out. He's very handsome gentleman. Mm-hmm. Um, but he I is the. He is the sweetest guy. Mm-hmm. Like I have not met anyone in this business as of yeah. late that is just. He's like the he's like the muscle in cool, Darkman one. Hip. Like the way he had his kids on set, and like Brian he was just. His head, You've met me. He was like he was so good with his kids. Like he was just playing with his kids during takes, and like they were the sweetest little kids. Like he Emo tab throws it against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I wanted to ask him, like, do you show? Like he has he has like a little boy and a little girl, and the little girl's obviously too young to see the mummy. But like the little boy is exactly the right age for the mummy. He's like yeah, he five or it. six. Uh-huh. Like I I wanted to ask him if he shows him, and was like, that's daddy killing Brendan Fraser. <laughs> you know. Only mommy sees Imhotep rise. Anyway. Um, guys, speaking of coming back to life, uh, Jeff Johns, Ethan Van Shiver have put together a uh, new series similar to their old Green Lantern Rebirth. This is the Flash Rebirth, where they take Barry Allen and they bring him back to the DC Universe. Barry, Barry Allen died in a Crisis on Infinite Earths. It's been like one of the most dramatic, famous deaths in comics. And now they're un- they're, they're retconning they're that. It. They're done doing it. And they're bringing Barry Allen back to the DC Universe. And this first issue uh, pretty much establishes a, a new villain. Um, at the same time, you get to see the other Flashes like Bart, who started out as Impulse. You see Wally West. You see the original uh, Flash. And you, and you start to see how they relate to him coming back. You know, mm-hmm. well, How does this change, uh, the DC Universe? Um, Is it on par with Green Lantern Rebirth? Um... That's the question. Green Lantern for me, I, I enjoy that character because I think uh, his rogues gallery is really hardcore. Yeah. Um, I think he's got some amazing stories and the things you can do with Green Lantern are huge. The Flash has never really had a lot of resonance for me because a lot of his villains are like, I throw boomerangs or I'm going to build gadgets. Um, they seem to be a little sillier well, as a rogues seems- gallery. And even though Jeff Johns takes those kind of characters and gives them like a real good edge. Uh-huh. By making them kill a shitload of people, um, they're still throwing boomerangs. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so you would never take Bullseye right. as a serious villain. Bullseye doesn't. Bullseye makes a weapon out of anything. Boomerang throws boomerangs. <laughs> you know, if Bullseye uh, just threw boomerangs, I get his, I get his name now. Him, you know, uh, <laughs> so am I gonna read it? It's Jeff Johns. Ethan Van Shiver's artwork is great. Yes, I'll, I'll, I'll keep reading it. Mm-hmm. He ducks into camera before he leaves. He ducks he into that, camera he before does he leaves. It all the uh, time. He has no ability to be cognizant of where he is. Um, it's okay. It's okay. We're here. We're um, here with you. So, 
if you guys are big DC buffs, there's no way you're gonna miss this this issue. It's it's huge. Uh, if you're not big DC buffs, there's it's the first issue. It might be worth checking out. Um, that that's that's basically it. It's, it just doesn't work at a clip like Green Lantern's book did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Green Lantern came back in Rebirth. He had to deal with the whole Parallax thing. He had to deal mm. with the whole Sinestro thing. He had such a rich place that he's come back from. And people were, yeah. I mean, Batman didn't trust him. Everything, you know, uh, was in flux. Here, he's always been a hero. And he's, and he's, always, you know, and he's been dead. So when he comes back, everybody's like, wait. Mm-hmm. You know, they they immediately love him, trust him, except maybe Bart, right. who blames him for being the only one who the Speed Force gave up, and Bart him and uh, and uh, Barry himself is like, why did the Speed Force let me go? And that's mm-hmm. like the big mystery is why did the Speed Force, which all this all the the flashes are tied into, uh, why did it let him go and not anybody else? And, and uh, which came out first, by the way, was it Green Lantern first and then Flash? I do not know. That is a because Ian Turner question. Right yeah, there. because I, you know, listening to it, I don't know much about the Flash. I know I know the Flash, right? But I couldn't talk in detail like you're talking. Right. But I, it seems dude, like there's this is so just many from what I've been reading. There's so many parallels to the characters, like because Green Lantern and Green, Green, Green Lantern Arrow Flash. had a long run together, right? But like the Flash, like the Fla- uh, Green Lantern uh, or uh, Hal Jordan is mm-hmm. tied to Coast City, right? Right. Flash is tied to Star City. Yeah, Flash has like, like his own. He well, he's got like uh, his own um, Speed Force Green Lantern. He's got like core, the Minneapolis. Like, he's got like the Twin Cities of of the DC universe to take care of. Star yeah. City is Green Arrows. That's right. I think that's right. Um, from but, what from what I read, the Kevin Smith run, I think that's right. Yeah. But these these are characters I'm not that into uh, as far as the Flash and Green Arrow go. Green Lantern yeah. again, going to that Green Lantern rebirth, uh, I wasn't that into, and now I love it. I that's I, the book I get. Yeah, you got. I don't even see, get Batman Superman. I get Green Lantern. Your Green passion Lantern. talking about it, like don't chew cords. Cheese, why don't you Texas. get up here? Um, but like you talking about Green Lantern rebirth, I actually went and. Bought Rebirth, uh, no, what is it, No Man's, whatever. No idea. Yeah. But I, I got all of those, so I've read all of them up to, uh, up to the Sinestro Core War. Oh, uh, now it gets hardcore, baby. So yeah. you get those next couple of paychecks. Well, are, are they are, are they into trade form? Oh yeah, Sinestro Core War. Is well, no, I've already read. Yeah. Oh, I've okay. read, I've read those two. Are you, uh, th- so well, I already know about all the different. Secret Origins kicks ass. You're gonna love yeah. that, and then leading up to the Blackest Night, which comes out in a little bit. You guys are gonna dig that. Yeah, dude. I. You've been having dreams about being a Green Lantern. What is this? I don't know. Like ever since I've been reading it, like this, it's just tapped into some like primal core in my brain. So like, once a week I have a dream oh. I'm the Green Lantern. It's fascinating. Once a week. You wait. You have a dream once a week that you're the Green Lantern. That I'm the Green, but it's in different forms. Like and you could Nort. Or are you I'm actually like a, Hal Jordan? Um, no, I'm my own. Kilowog? I'm, I'm, I'm Kilowog? He's Ben Dunn. Green I'm Lantern. Ben Dunn. Oh, you've got... Green Lantern of Sector, what is it, 22? Yeah, 24, 20, 17, 24, 18, something like that. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, one of, I'm one of the three or four. Why does Earth get so many? Why does we our sector... Four. We get four. Everyone Does everyone get four? Uh, no. <laughs> Earth is just full of screwies. Is it just because of the 52? Because it's the one, it, it's balanced on top of 52 other universes. The, the, the great thing about comics, right, is you always get these people from Earth, like Green Lantern, Hal Jordan, like like these guys who then go and work with aliens and people from other civilizations. Right. And they always shit talk Earth. They're always like, 
oh, you humans are so, you know, behind the times. Your technology is ape-like. But everyone, you guys are so, but, but everyone, everyone depends it. on Earth. Earth yeah. supposedly is so damn important. That we get you know? four Green Lanterns. It's Five, like, because Ben Dunn. Yeah, is Ben Dunn. So what happens in these Like, the first you, one... You bang the, bitches or what? No, like, okay. the first one is just me with the ring. Because, like, I have flying dreams a lot as mm. well, but, like, now it's turned into flying because I have the green ring. Mm. And, like, be, being able to use the powers because of my willpower. Um, and then, like, one of them was they were casting a Green Lantern movie. And, like, uh, I was auditioning for it, and there was tons of people, but they weren't auditioning just Green Lanterns. There was Green Lanterns, Red Lanterns, Blue Lanterns, oh, yeah. Black Lanterns. And in order to figure out which one you should audition for, they had, like, a quiz. And, like, I was taking oh. the quiz, but apparently I took it too long, and they had already, You're the like, slow lantern. Yeah, I'm the slow lantern. <laughs> I'm, I'm the white lantern. Yeah, the frozen lantern. So, um, if a red lantern, just go up and spew blood all over them. Well, don't I... Red Lantern, I just like punch You're him in the rage. face because I'm yeah. You grab him behind I want, the back. I want to be uh, I want to be Violet or Blue, Blue Lantern, Aww. Hope. Aww. I want to be Hope. <laughs> um, though I was over at Cats on uh, on uh, yeah. Wednesday. Yeah, I was over my at comic Cats. store. Yeah, yeah. Because um, we started going to this trivia night that's at the Fox and Hounds mm-hmm. right there. So we just walked in, and he now has all of his because you know he has a really great array of toys and. Mm-hmm. Uh, T-shirts, and he, he now has a T-shirt for every single lantern. Oh, that's badass! He's also yeah. got like old video games and stuff like that. Like he does. <laughs> yeah, he's been redoing the store, and I, and uh, I like the guy. I'd like to go up there again, but he, uh, he's on an episode of Heroes. Did you know that? He's friends with those. He's friends with Loeb. Oh, is yeah, oh, that's right. That's right. Guys. I mean, Loeb's not on it anymore, but all those guys yeah. who do like Heroes and Lost, all those guys come into the store. Yeah, he was one of the he was one of the dead cops in the last episode of series three. So or only Ian saw that. <laughs> um, guys, the DSI, uh, as of this episode, is launched. Yep. I have not picked it up because... Are you pooping? What are you doing here? It didn't launch with a whole lot of... I mean, you got the DSiWare. There's just downloadable software you can put on your DSi. And the coolest thing about that maybe is the Wario game where you have to play, you have to like place your hands on and your face on camera and do different things like slap stuff. Move your head like... like Does it have a camera? It's, it's Wario. Yeah, it's got it's got cameras on it. Okay. And so if you, you make pl- like I, DS porn now, hey man, you want to go with it? You guys want to break that barrier? You guys run with it. I would put it right here on uh, Geekscape if it's you know if it's enough to get me hard. Um, but uh, so we're doing tonight. <laughs> we're making DSI porn. Uh, me and Brian. This Wario, uh, this Wario game supposedly like like you know like the Wario games where you got like five second mini games. Yeah. Like ones like you have to shake the water off a dog, so you have like. You, your face on camera, and he, no, you use your head because your face is on camera. So you shake your head like crazy, and it, it gets the water off the dog. Or you you hit things with your head, you headbutt stuff. What's funny is it's recording you the whole time. Oh. So after you do all those little mini games, <laughs> it then shows your dumb ass. Does it have does it have Wi-Fi access so you can like upload those videos? Well, um, online I saw um the president of Nintendo Iwata like uh-huh. he you, online you could see a video of him going through a bunch of mini games and then it shows him afterwards doing all this crazy shit with his head. That's really it, funny. It's, it's pretty funny that the game goofs on you. The only uh those are all downloadable. Uh-huh. Uh, the only actual game that's launching with it, it can also be played on the DS, and that's the Rhythm he- Heaven, uh, which is a Japanese game, but they've uh, translated all the songs to American, and the, the, it's like Japanese pop-type music, and you have to do rhythm stuff, similar to like a d- Guitar Hero or, meets uh, Wario uh, shape. What is that, Elite Beat Agents? Yeah, so like, if you have little monkeys and stuff jumping around on screen, 
to the song, you have to hit different parts of the touchpad, you know. Right. As they as they you know hit different beats in the song. Yeah, it's elite beat agent. Then. Yeah, supposedly yeah. the songs are are really like crack addictive. Well, but Japanese Japanese music is like the the poppy stuff is actually yeah. really. I don't know when I when I was in Japan, I picked up like uh, some pop punk. Mm-hmm. There's this band called Splash. Uh-huh. That they're like kind of like a Blink One Eighty Two, only Japanese. That's just we are going to rock you with new sound. It's all in Japanese except for like there's certain words that don't translate, uh-huh. so they're in English. So it's just like <laughs> it's just this general wash of like pop punk, and then like the word booty or like <laughs> cupcake. Like it's just. My brother, uh, when he was in WWE, used to hang out with the Hispanic announcers, like the Spanish language announcers, so much that he'd go like this. Uh, now he can impersonate him like crazy. So Paul will do stuff like uh, just be like, I, you know, blah, 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 in Spanish. And he goes, brought to you by Coco Crispies. <laughs> so he'll just go in this spew of Spanish, talking about wrestling, and then he'll go, Coco Crispies, tan delicioso. <laughs> That's it. How's Paul doing? Paul's good. Um, yeah. Paul got a couple acting gigs this week. Like Paul's starting to get booked, and I'm like, well, if you're handsome and you're charismatic, like my buddy Ben Dunn, you will not I'll go hungry you, in this town. Well, you, I think you guys are competing for different roles. Personally, <laughs> <Yeah>. nope, nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> Me and Paul London, same casting. When, when I was single, briefly. Uh, I didn't date actresses for that reason. Every actor thinks they're okay. They're they're good for every role, and it's just not fucking true. You egotistical <laughs> sons of bitches, like I'm versatile. Like like that's why they call it acting. It's like, honey, it's a seven year old Japanese man. Yeah, you can't play that role. No, I I they, they, absolutely they, they, have yeah. no. I I I hate that. I hate that when I go to like because I'll go to auditions. And there'll be multiple roles being auditioned, you know. Can I audition so, for this too? But like, no, I'll be auditioning for a role that's, you know, obviously heavy set Caucasian, mm-hmm. and there'll be like a really buff, like black guy who he'll be like, like staring me down, like I'm gonna yeah. take his role. I'm like, like I, we're different. We're not. <laughs> we're not going for the same role. Um, they call it acting. Yeah, operations, and, bitch. Yeah. Um, but that's why I usually don't date actresses either. It just because it just drives you really? nuts. I usually don't. Are you are you dating an actress? Are you dating anybody now? Are you dating I, I am seeing someone. What is she? Is she an actress? Yes. Oh, oh you found yourself okay. in a lie, much like wow. no. That's why I said usually. That's why you said usually. Why is this girl different? Um, she sucks my dick. <laughs> we do not do it. We hold hands. Uh huh. Pinkies. We hold pinkies. We talk about life and like how how glorious. Everything is, and it's just like that. That's fun. Funny, that's what Gilmore says he does with your sister. So everything's yeah. peachy. Yeah. Well, that's what he tells you. We had a we had a dinner you. date together. <laughs> Me this, and this Brian. is my conversation with Gilmore about your sister. I'm like, dude, I really don't want to hear. It. He goes, No way, you just have to hear about this part where I go. And I'm like, Oh my god, you're turning into an animal. That's what he says he does. Do you do that stuff with this girl? I'm kidding. Gilmore doesn't do. Well, I think I'm the only one who, during uh, sex, goes like that. Is that why you don't have sex with your girlfriend? I have sex with her. She doesn't have sex with me. If you can imagine how that works. She's not conscious. Yeah. yeah. She wakes up and she goes, "My back is killing me." And if she could only see the bite marks, 
it would explain a whole lot. I'm like, that's weird. I closed the windows. I'm sure no bugs got in and bit you. Right. Pieces of her skin. Do, wait. I'm like, what? Do your bite marks, your bite marks look like uh, little blood uh, donations? Like, you just have like I a little... Gave, I gave blood. What is that, proboscis? <laughs> I take what I want from her. In the middle of the night, little things come out of my nose Jesus. and go into her skin. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Oh, that just reminds me of, uh, like, there's some 80s horror film. Cat's Eye? I don't or, know. It's just like uh, some guy, like, there was a shot of a guy sitting on top of a, like, crouch. Oh, like, it's, you a, know. it's got porn scenes. No, 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 it's not a porn. It's just like, like, this girl sleeping, like, she kind of wakes up, and, like, there's a guy crouched on her, like, feeding. It's, on like, kind of like, like that nightmare. No, no, you're turning it dirty. Okay. Horror movie. It's a horror movie, <laughs> yeah, but, I mean. Non-porn. Okay. But it's like, you know that classic painting of the nightmare? Yes. Of, like, the girl sleeping and there's, like, a little imp. Yeah. Uh, uh, like, sitting on top of her. Yes, it's, like, Brian, little Brian Gilmore sitting okay. on top. It's like that. And I forget what the movie is. It just, like, it was burning my psyche. I'm like, oh, okay. But you're not talking about Cat's Eye. The, the, the movie I, with the little troll and young Drew Barrymore. No. Okay. No. No. Um, I would have known it was Drew Barrymore because I would be masturbating to it. She was five in that movie. Doesn't matter. Um, that being said, you have been playing a video game, uh... That I don't think anybody's led that, that Matt Hazard game. It has, yeah. like, different genres in it. Yeah, it's... It's like it, Will Arnett's voice in it. And, it's got uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Uh-huh. Is that fun? Yes. And no. But some of it's fun. Like, the whole... Yeah. The, you, you know what's f- the most fun about it is the concept. Mm-hmm. And they pulled it off... They pulled off, like, the voice acting really well. Um... But, like, the gameplay itself, there's issues. Right. Because, like, it just... It's different types of games. It's Well, it's, it doesn't actually stem from that. That's oh, really? actually really... It's really kind of neat. Because mm-hmm. you have the... You know, you're playing just a regular, like... it's a, It starts off as just this duck and cover. Okay. Kind of game. Really generic duck and cover. Um, but then, like, all of a sudden, like, other characters start morphing into the game from his past games. Okay. Like, uh, suddenly there's, there's uh, cowboys uh-huh. in the middle of a nightclub. And then part of the nightclub turns into Soviet Russia. And, and it's funny. And it's funny because, one, the script is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and Will Arnett, I mean, yeah. he just pulls it off. And Neil Patrick Harris, is, the villain, is really good. <laughs> like, but the game is inconsistent as the game, far as gameplay goes? Yeah, I mean, I'm at this part that I just... It, I don't like games that just make me want to put it down and like I'm at this part where I just put it no, down no one likes where I'm games. just like I don't think you're unique in that yeah like they, they turn off the lights <laughs> they turn off the lights and it's like okay and, but there's a sniper that the second <laughs> that you like pop out of cover like you, you get like five seconds but you can't see where the next cover is because it's uh, dark yeah and like I don't understand have you tried throwing a coke can at him to distract them maybe I, I have no idea Though there was there was a little there was like this shaman character that's supposed to be pulled out of a World of Warcraft that uh-huh. has William Shatner's accent. Oh, that's funny. It's Bill the Shaman, which is, I think is really funny that not only are they they're uh, spoofing World of Warcraft, but they're spoofing a World of Warcraft commercial. Yeah, that's, they that's, need to do that Van Damme World of Warcraft commercial. Yeah. Then I would buy that game. So it's fun. It's fun. Um, it's really like. From what I understand, it's supposed to only be like five hours of gameplay, but like I said... But for you... Yeah. Like I said, for it's me... It's been five hours trying to get that sniper to open his like, head I'm up. Just, I'm just... So maybe it's not a problem with the game. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Though I did... Oh! It's never oh, you, is it, Video bad? games. Um, <laughs> I did a focus group for uh-huh. um, for Red Faction Guerrilla. Uh-huh. Are you allowed? Yeah. We didn't sign an NDA or anything like that, and like, why wouldn't they want me talking it up? 
Okay, was it fun? Uh, it was. It was a lot of fun. I didn't expect it to be when they're like, oh, you're going to be playing uh, Red Faction. like, really? They're still doing Red Faction? There's a lot Faction? of actors in that game. Isn't there, like, Tim Curry and uh, is I don't that the know. game with it? Okay. So what happens? Um, well, instead, like, because you played Red Faction when it was on Never uh, PS2. Mm -hmm. No? It's, it was pretty, like, ingenious. It was a FPS mm -hmm. um, back on PS2 that you could basically change the map no matter what. Like you could just if there was a wall in front of you, you could just shoot the wall until it became a hole, and you okay. could go from one part of the map to the other just by doing that. Um, so they kind of kept that. It's now like a third person. Okay. Um, and everything's destructible in it. And it's super fun. It's really fun. You just like breaking shit. Yeah, like you, you like can that. set these demo charges up, and like the physics on it are insane. Like I was just playing like the first couple levels because it was a it was a focus group, but like you can set. Depending on where you set the detonators, like the buildings will fall down in that way, and like you can just have like a sledgehammer and shit, and just like pound away, and like it builds, like it, it destroys it, and you see like uh, the rebar in the wall, mm. and you can take out key points. Super just, detailed. Yeah, and the physics, the physics are just great, and the graphics are. I did not expect any of this. Right. I didn't expect would any. You, of so it. you might be picking this up. When I it would. Comes out. Yeah, I definitely like it's. It's on the one like. Like Crackdown, like mm -hmm. I don't think that the story I really love matters, Crackdown, yeah. but like fun wise. Did you ridiculous. trade in games? At GameStop, you're telling me the story. You didn't trade in my Metroid, did you? I did not. Oh, thank you. I didn't, um, but I did trade in Just most of my it. games, and I I got 150 dollars worth From of GameStop. credit or right. or cash, and I really need the cash right now because I'm it's poor. It's equal because sometimes um, like like I, I thought that you could get 150 dollars for games. It's more as uh, like I oh, think yeah. it's like 200. For games, it's two hundred if I want to do it as a trade-in and just use it as a credit. But it's one hundred fifty cash, so I said I want the cash. And they're like, I need the cash. They're like, drugs. I need the drugs. <laughs> no, I need rent. Okay. Um, but they, uh, they're like, oh, sorry, we can't do that. We haven't made any sales yet. About today. that. And it's like, buy a game? It's like three p.m. Oh, 3 p.m.? Yeah. And I they thought they just opened and you were like, I need cash no, for drugs. No, it was like, like three p.m. and they hadn't made any sales yet. This is GameStop. Yeah, in Burbank. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, it's but who goes to Burbank? Like honestly, he does. Did <laughs> you say me or one minute left? One minute. Okay. Um, well, we'll see if GameStop closes its doors. No, uh, that'll be fine. So, guys, that has been Geekscape episode 115 with our good friend Ben Dunn, who we hope to see a whole lot more of, and we're definitely going to see him in San Diego this summer. Yeah. Uh, if you guys make it out, you'll definitely see him on the show. Watch Greek. Watch you Greek. Play Spot Ben. Boomer's Day Off. Uh, Boomer's Day, Day off. off. Ben is getting out there in the world. Uh, so guys also you can check us out on the Geekscape website and you can interact with, with Mr. Dunn one on one that's uh, geekscape.net you can also buy some merch there Ben's Dunn has a Facebook you can find it through the Geekscape Facebook by searching for hey, Geekscape on Facebook what's his gamer tag what's his gamer his tag his gamer tag is I have no freaking clue Final Fish Z why oh, Z Ben right. because it's more extreme you're a dumbass <laughs> and he's the guy who's gonna go see Dragon Ball <laughs> that's right Z, Z. No, uh, just Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Z is not. Uh, oh. So, guys, that is our episode. Um, and uh, I think you did an, an incredible job. You you, you act like you've been, uh, been here every week, a natural. Yeah. You yeah, I mean, I'm no, I'm, I'm no Tallman. I'm no Kerner. Come on, but... don't do that. Actors will feel that confidence. You want to see out. my penis? The confidence means you just show us without asking. Oh. I'm not wearing underwear. I can't do 